Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have Intern E. We're on episode 98. Did you guys know we're actually we are actually already have over 100 episodes though? Yeah, but not like named episodes, not like numbered episodes. No. Those are just like special addendums to the podcast. That those would fall in the appendix section of the table of context. Uh, how are you doing this evening, Nick? When does uh, inactive ready reserve expire for the United States military? Uh, it's usually an eight-year contract. Right. So I haven't hit eight years yet. So I- I'm doing good. There's nothing in the there's nothing in world news that should scare my recruitment back into the United States military. That's really weird that you're thinking about that. Well, yeah, no, I just it, it just popped in my head. No, no, like world events or anything. You know, I was just I was just putting the idea in my brain. Yeah, I mean the world's been pretty quiet. You know, it's, it has it, been. Thankfully, it's it's been a long time since you know we've got some Kiev news. <laughs> How you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good. Feeling good, feeling great. I have a good show. I'm excited. And I'm not smart enough to come up with one of these puns, so I'll leave it up to you guys. Oh, Eric's brain must be in the Black Sea. Eric, Ukraine if you try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart enough to use my Ukraine... Hey guys, there's there's people dying right now. Let's not joke about it, bro. This is this is the the <laughs> only thought that has been dominating my mind. For those of you also who don't know, we're talking about the current invasion of Ukraine by Russia. It's an exercise. It's just an exercise. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's a military training exercise going on in the streets of Ukraine. Um, was this going to be the first social media war? So actually, so really interesting. To, to get off sports and, and to get off betting for a second. This has been one of the first times that we've seen Russia do a uh, aggressive Train. action. No, do an aggressive action in which they have not used their advanced cyber and electronic warfare capabilities to completely shut down TV stations, radio networks, the internet. And what a lot of experts think is because they think that release basically that keeping that those news stations those the podcast the internet the the twitter alive in ukraine is it'll let the citizens further inland from where they're at see the kind of aggress like see the destruction that's going on in the city and get them to to capitulate a little faster yeah it's all psyops you know right psychological operations are rampant so it only makes sense that Russia would be trying something like this. Oh. Yeah, but nor- I mean, normally you think you it, you talk about like when you're doing you're when you're doing an invasion like this, the first thing you do is you shut down like power, internet, everything like that. But Russia's keeping it all open. Now I don't know how long that's going to stay <laughs> active. Yeah, probably once the beheading start, it'll stop. You know, right? So. That's our foray into politics for this evening. We're going to go ahead and uh, move off that topic. Did we ask, did Eric really say anything about how he's doing this evening? Or did he hit us with the, I'm good, and then went back to not yeah, saying he Yeah, he said, he said, I'm good. Good show. Looking forward to it. Happy. 
Eric, I, see, I noticed you're growing the mustache back. Any reason for this? No, no. I mean, I just have a big, fat, round head, so I got to have some facial hair to kind of break it up. We had a whole argument pre-show where he said that I have the bigger head. Right. <laughs> now, do you now? So now you admit in front of tens and tens of people that yeah. you have a big, fat head? I do have a big, fat do head. Do you have the largest head? on the fact that he has a bigger head. Do you have the largest head on the podcast? Yes or yes? I don't believe so. Well, that wasn't one of the options. I'm sorry. Look at the tape measure out. Bro, with my hair, my hat still fit better than yours. Right. I don't think we need to get the tape measure. I just think we need to do the hat test. Yeah. How many? You just told me today you have to use two plugs for your hat. I have to do it for my hair. I can do three plugs, but it's a little snug. Eric, Eric, if you got hair, would you be forced to wear 10-gallon cowboy hats? Probably. So, Juan Jermaine's dying in the background. We do have a great show for you guys today. Uh, Eric's mom decided to show up, and he decided to tell us, you know, this weekend. So, we couldn't bring you guys an episode on Monday for President's Day. However, our pop culture pick is going to be the top five presidents, a presidential draft. We'll uh, do NBA All-Star Weekend review. We will then also draft NBA 75th anniversary teams, 10 players each, uh, and give you guys a little bit of – it's pretty much an all-NBA episode today. Yeah, and for uh, those of you listening, it's not just on Eric. Nick had plans on Wednesday and had to play soccer, which he always complains about on Tuesday. So, right. let's let's for the record. But I I wouldn't wouldn't be – but that's – but that's second order effects. I just like how for an unpaid intern who's not really and let's get into the NBA that you guys cancel. Oh, he's still talking. Jeez, Jesus, Christ. Eric. I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Did you say anything important? <laughs> Godly, <laughs> I fell asleep because right. the intern didn't bring me coffee. All right, so the pop culture pick them as Nick probably said. I wasn't paying attention again. Uh, <laughs> It's favorite presidents, and the order is myself, Eric, and Nick. I'll lead things off, and I'm going to take the 45th president of the United States, the most hysterical of them all, old Donnie Tea Time himself. He's got to go number one. I mean, he's Lo- amazing. Love, love him or hate him, he's the number one overall draft pick right now. It's, he's amazing. It's a lot of controversy. I'll, I'll put on my, uh, I'll put on my Adam Scheffner. Mel Kuyper hat for a second. There's a lot of controversy surrounding this guy, <laughs> but, but he's, he's just, he's just, he's just the greatest. He's the greatest president in the if, last. I mean, he brings everything to the table. If you put the film on, he pops. <laughs> he pops. Look at how many people were at his inauguration. There had to have been millions. <laughs> and millions. <laughs> Fuck you, The Rock. Anyways, let's get into Eric's pick. Uh, so I don't really know shit about presidents, so I'm going to go with the cool cat. John F. Kennedy. John why? I'm, pick. I wonder why you picked him. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, Eric, can you go ahead and uh, minimize your uh, screen real quick so we can see what the desktop is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. Is the desktop Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, Eric, what yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. about the new biopic that's about to come out? Uh, I got my Jergens, my Kleenex, and I'm ready. Wow, this is not a family-friendly episode, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. By the way, not. if you guys can figure out why today's episode name is Hostile Uterus, we'll give you $5. 
Five in, whole dollars. Five dollars in no prizes. Sorry, Eric will give really, you five dollars in which Bitcoin. Is really zero dollars. So five dollars <laughs> in no prizes is really zero dollars. But uh all right, so then we're on to Nick. Wrap up the first round with 103. It's gotta be the most charismatic president we've ever had, which is JFK. Barack. No, Barack. JFK. He's he was the cool he was the coolest president ever. Barack. JFK is more charismatic than Barack. I'm sorry, I disagree there. Oh wait, I mean you didn't see you didn't see JFK. You just see all the good things. Did J okay, can I say an unpopular opinion? <laughs> Did JFK get the Tupac treatment? Like, was he a bad president? <laughs> oh, you're gonna have people coming at you for that Tupac take. Oh shit. Well the Tupac, oh, Tupac shit. wasn't. Tupac was a good rapper. He's not as good as people say he is. Oh, okay. That's weird. This podcast just ended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, look, it is what it is. Uh, JFK was killed by the powers that be because they were scared of scared of him. So, well, I don't know about that, but if you don't, come on now. My Are pick you, is Obama. Do you subscribe to the one shooter theory? No, I just don't care. You know this. I just don't. Yes, the government keeps secrets. They probably kill presidents. I just don't care. <laughs> Let yeah. me sit here and play my Madden and watch me, you know, get a, get a bottle of Jergens and some Kleenex. I don't care. Just. I'm just saying Obama sucks. Well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one, I think you might be the one person on this. <laughs> podcast it's allowed i don't ag- i don't agree with a lot of his policies. yeah <laughs> i just didn't agree with a lot of his policies so well yeah. i want a president i can drink a beer with so it's going to be obama oh then my next pick is the one that you should have picked <laughs> all right go ahead round it well hopefully he gets to me uh, uh well, no. so now i'm gonna make my next pick so the second president i'd have because i'm just building a presidential drinking team so my second president is going to be george w bush oh Texan himself yeah right absolutely because he loves baseball. He owned a baseball team. Way to keep this very, this millennium, you know? You didn't really yeah. s- step outside. Although, Don't worry. Don't worry. I've got my I've got my drinkers. I'm about to go back in history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this. I, first of all, the, Eric is an indictment on the U.S. school system. Uh, <laughs> he was just like, if it's not the last five presidents, I'm You're like, right. oh. Eric, Eric, would you like me to take back my Obama and George W. pick just so you have presidents that you've heard of before? No, it's good. I got Google, bro. Oh, okay. All right. God Said bless it. the hive mind. No stress. God bless the hive mind. Eric would be doomed without it. Eric, how many presidents do you think you could name? 38. Like, you think you could name 30? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there is only 46. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. You've already got three. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's not get into this. Oh, my God. I was no, about to have no. him name the 30. Eric, I will bet you without Google, I will bet you $1,500 you couldn't name 25. 25? You couldn't name half the presidents. Oh my god. This is so this is such easy <laughs> think, money, Eric. I think I could do 25. I think I could. All right, right now. Right now. Right now. This, yeah, we're done. Right now. You we're can't use the three. You can't use the three we've already said. Or the There's four we've four already said. There's four on the board. He can't use those four. You can't use those four. You gotta Biden? name 25 more. Biden? Okay. Senior bus. Okay. Bill. Okay. Thomas Jefferson. Okay. 
George Washington. These are going like the tacos, dude. He started Adams. off so strong. Who, who'd you say? Adams. All right. Okay. Six. Uh, Polk. Lincoln. Okay. Eisenhower. Who? 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 Slow down. Lincoln. Polk, okay. Lincoln, Eisenhower. Okay. Um, both Roosevelt's. Uh, Ten. Johnson. Eleven. Right, hold on. Give me a sec. Reagan, Carter, Nixon. Fourteen. I'm running out. Might, I'm running out. Make a liar here. out of me. Did I say Bill? Yes. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting real ugly. Um, it's going exactly like the tacos, ladies and gentlemen. He started out so strong. No, it's not. No, it's not. Andrew Jackson. Man, I'm going to get some here. Was there two Adams? Yes, there was two Adams. Oh. Two what Adams? was the second Adams? What was John? his distinguisher? No, they're know. both John Adams. What was they're his distinguisher? Q? It, there yes, you go. It okay. Yeah, you got it. 16. Um, did I say Eisenhower? Yes. Yes. Uh, give me a sec, fellas. I'm just, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. Uh, it's it's well, nine thirty five. In the interest of the podcast, you have until nine forty. Damn, is that fair, Jermaine? Sure. Did I say Carter? Yes. Uh, Wilson. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and he got, he got Wilson seventeen. He he's an indictment. He's an indictment. What'd you say? Harding? He's good. He got he got Harden. Yeah, Harden. Hard, hard, hard. We did. I heard Harden. I heard Harden. <laughs> James well. Harden. James Harden, eighteen. Uh, isn't there a president named like Cleveland? Yes. Uh, That's nineteen, Nick. This is very generous. Taft. Okay. That's damn. Okay. Uh Oh. Uh Oh. (laughs) Give me a sec. Give me a sec. What did I say? I said a grand and a half. Said fifteen hundred. Yeah, you said fifteen hundred, bro. All right. He's got five more. Grant. Okay. Hayes. Okay. I'm running out of. Do you know what Hayes' first name is? Uh, wouldn't it be Ronald or some shit? Rutherford. Okay. That's oh, he, yeah, he got it. Close enough. It's Rutherford, but close enough. Rutherford. I thought it was Rutherford. Isn't there Rutherford? Like yes, Rutherford. Garfield? Who? Garfield. That's 23, Nick. Did I already say Adams twice? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know you said it twice already. Is there like somebody named like Buchanan? Or- oh, damn. <laughs> Who was the other one you said? Uh, I don't know. But I said Bucker or Buchanan. It has to be. Yeah, Buchanan. Oh, my what's, God. What's dude. Buchanan's first name? <laughs> I think Tom, you were too easy on him. Jimmy? James? No, dude, the last name is what matters, bro. Fillmore? You got it, dude. Congratulations. (laughs) Wow, ladies and gentlemen, the first live bet on the podcast hits. Eric named 25 U.S. presidents. Dude, that was impressive, actually. Yeah, I wonder how much he Googled before. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he Googled all of them before. I don't have... 
any of those guys' first names. I was he was he like, was going through every weed cloud that's ever been in his brain. Just <laughs> yo, he was just like, I knew the presence at one time. <laughs> All right, Eric, that makes up for Phoenix. <laughs> now we even. <laughs> So uh, for the record, that's actually 29 presidents because we took four of the most popular. Right. Uh, well, maybe not the most popular, but four that he for sure knows. I don't think I could take it. I... Eric, is your heart going 170 or 180 beats per minute right now? <laughs> 190. <laughs> so he missed He missed Truman, Hoover, Coolidge. Ta- oh, no, he said Taft. Uh, McKinley, yeah, McKinley, McKinley, Harrison, um, Arthur, Chester Allen, Arthur. Shit, I don't remember that guy. I would have missed. (laughs) I was just (laughs) thinking, dude, Chester. Yeah, yeah, Chester Arthur. Yeah, I've I've heard it before. Yeah, I've heard it, but I would have missed that for sure. Uh, was that dude president for one year? Yeah, he died. He died. He shouldn't be on the goddamn list. Did you? You said Roosevelt twice, right? Yeah, he got both, and then and then you have some of the earlier ones. So there's two Harrisons, there's a Tyler, there's a Taylor, there's Pierce, um, Monroe. Did, wait, did he say Monroe? No. no, he didn't. He didn't say Monroe, and he didn't say Madison, I believe. No, Madison. Did you say George Washington? Yeah, that was when, that was <laughs> oh, that was did? like okay. when he panicked. That was the first one he went to. Like okay. a, right. after he named the ones he knew, he was just like George Washington. He actually said Washington after Jefferson. Like he panicked. <laughs> like a like a like a good Southerner. And I was hoping he would say Benjamin Franklin because of the money. <laughs> and if he would have said Benjamin Franklin, I'd be like, "You lost. That's an <laughs> auto loss." So I was really hoping he was naming the bills. But I, we, didn't, we didn't get that. So, all right, with that being said, let's get back to this draft. And let's try to make it. Uh, I mean, I think I think we're good. I think that's that's good for me. All right. We're, so we're, we're just wrapping this up? We're just wrapping. That was that was the social question of the day. Can Eric name 25 hey, presidents? Hey, that was the pop culture pick em. That was the <laughs> pop culture pick em. Eric won $1,500. Damn. <laughs> Nick is just realizing the amount he put on. No, it. I'm just no, I'm actually impressed at Eric. You named that shit quick too. Honestly, if I wouldn't have got like those last three lucky guesses, I, I wouldn't have got it. I mean, they're not lucky though. You also named their first names. Yeah. For for most of them, when you questioned him, he got the first right. name. Yeah. So so it was impressive. That's that was so funny. That was. <laughs> But in reality, when's the last time you had to name 50 presidents? Every President's Day. I ask this question every President's Day. I go up to people and go, how many presidents can you name? And people either vastly overshoot their ability or vastly undershoot. Some people are like, I can name 10 presidents. You're like, you can name more than 10 presidents. You can accidentally name more than 10. In a breath. (laughs) You know who would fail this? Luigi would fail this because he's a dumbass. (laughs) <laughs> shout out we love our listeners shout out <laughs> just kidding we love you luigi hashtag history teacher if you don't name them all all right maybe i will judge you right. <laughs> all right so luigi, luigi's going ballistic at chester Allen arthur he's like how do you guys not know who that is god he's only one of the single most pivotal presidents of our time <laughs> he's Yo, reason for a cartoon if he doesn't if he doesn't text us and tell us what Chester Allen Arthur does. Is he even really a history teacher? 
I don't think so. No. 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 See, the, the gauntlet has been thrown, Luigi. We know right. you're listening. You're All a right, bum so- at fantasy and you're a bum at history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, my God. That was a great one. So, the NBA All-Star Weekend happened this past weekend. Obviously, that's why it's called NBA All-Star Weekend. And it went off with a little bit of a hitch, but a lot of excitement, a lot of craziness. I mean, I was sitting there. I don't know if this is entirely accurate. I was looking at it. It said Steph Curry had 16 field goals made, and he had 16 three-pointers. So that means he only made three-pointers. We might need to double-check that because he got to 50 points, and I doubt he shot two free throws in this game. <laughs> like, did anyone shoot free throws? <laughs> but he for sure hit 16 three-pointers, setting a single-game record. Uh, in general, whether it's postseason, regular season, or all-star game. Uh, so that means he obviously has the all-star game record as well, which was previously held by Paul George. He actually did hit 16 of 27 shots. So and, No, that was his, for the whole game. So he had two free throws then. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. So he had 50 points, <laughs> 16 came from threes which puts about 48, and then he got two points. That's ridiculous. Also, another crazy thing, Steph, obviously, by the way, Steph Curry won the MVP. He had two blocks in this game. <laughs> like, how is Steph Curry getting blocks? Like, who did he block? Trey Young? That's like the only one I can think of. Maybe Embiid, because Embiid's weak. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> okay. Uh. Other things just, that just just to put that in perspective, by the way, because we haven't done it enough, he hit almost five football fields worth of jump shots in his fifty <laughs> point performance. Four hundred and seventy five feet of jump shots. Stanley hit at the All Star game. <laughs> that's fun. That's probably more than the Lions had all season. Probably, yeah. That's more. <laughs> that's more than Lions offense in a single game. Uh, no, we can't bash the Lions offense. Their defense, we can't. No, the offense we should be bashing is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, true. But we're, we're, it's an all-NBA episode. We've moved past football. Thank God. I, I just don't love football like I used to. I don't think anybody does. I think I just like fantasy. <laughs> uh, other things that happened this weekend, there was a new format for the Rising Stars game, which I thought was terrific. It was four teams of seven and a three-game mini tournament. First game was to 50. Second game was to 75 because it was the 75 anniversary, which I believe 75 anniversaries are platinum or diamond. No, it's diamond. Yeah, because it's a diamond on the logo. So it's the diamond anniversary. I thought it was cool format. Did a lot of cool things. They also had uh, G League Ignite players play for it. So those are kids who just graduated high school and are in the G league developing their skills, hoping to get drafted this coming draft by a shitty team. So probably the Pelicans or the Pistons <laughs> and uh, uh, other things happen. Celebrity game. Nobody. I mean, I don't watch it. I know people do watch it. I just don't care about celebrities. Shout out miles Garrett for some of those ridiculous dunks he had. Uh, I know that he had a bet for all his stats that one member of each of the inside the NBA panel would uh would pay a thousand dollars for each uh stat he had so if he had rebounds someone would pay eight if he had eight rebounds eight grand so he raised a bunch of money for charities there in cleveland 
You had the new skill showcase, which was awesome. It was three teams of three. One of them was from the Cavs representing it. One of them was the Atentacumpa brothers. And then one of them was three rookies. I thought it was great the way they changed the format. And it ended with them having to hit a half-court shot. The rookies were in the finals versus the Cavs. They hit it with nine seconds. They hit a half-court shot in nine seconds. The Cavs hit it in five. And the Cavs, hosting the hosting city team, took the skills challenge home. Then we get the three-point contest. Carl Anthony Towns went absolutely ballistic. Hit a three single three-point contest record for a round with 29. And he took down, I believe it was Luke Kennard and Trey Young, correct? That was it. They were the final? Yeah. So Luke Kennard and Trey Young got taken down by Carl Anthony Towns, who self-proclaimed best big man shooter of all time. I don't know if he's heard of Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, so that's up for debate. You know, the single greatest European basketball player of all time, Hall of Famer, uh, on the top 75, Carl Anthony Towns is league bum. That's what he's known as. So <laughs> self-proclaimed, <laughs> not self-proclaimed, just actually widely accepted in all circles. Then comes usually the spearhead of the NBA weekend. We had the NBA All-Star Duck Contest by a couple more league bums. It was Obi Toppin, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Jalen Green, and Cole Anthony. And it was horrendous, which sparked another debate of should we change the dunk contest, blah, blah, blah. And yes, we should. Shout out to some guy on Twitter who I don't remember his name, but he came up with the idea we should get four dunkers and four blockers. And if you get your oh, shit, that's that's good. And if you get your shit blocked, you don't advance. So the two dunkers advance, and then you know, you I thought that was a great idea. We should definitely do that. That's fire. Uh, shout out Eric for coming up with the idea that. Well, I'll just let him tell us what what idea did you have, Eric? The YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. So there's these guys. They uh they're professional dunkers, and I think the NBA should partner with them because these guys, you know, they can build their brand. Be a part of the weekend, and we can actually get some good dunks. Yeah, I really do think that's a great idea because the dunks you see on YouTube are insane. Uh, one thing I will say, if that's the route you go, which I think was, would be a great route because NBA is all about growing the sport of basketball, you can have those dunkers and uh, four M- like four dunkers and four NBA players team up. So that way an NBA player still gets the award. Right. So that way that that goes that way. Just an idea. But this is it's arguably considered uh, one of the worst dunk contests ever, if not the worst. But there was another dunk contest where they missed like 16 straight dunks or it might have been more. Which is that the I one liked. with Dwight Howard where they just uh-huh. kept missing? <laughs> it was like 2009, right? Yeah, I think I think it was that but one. For every good dunk contest, I feel like there's seven or eight. There's shitty yeah, ones. there's and that's the thing. The dunk contest we haven't. Seen that, a, when was the last good one we saw? The Zach Gordon. Levine, the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon one. Yeah, when Aaron then, Gordon was on the or not Aaron Gordon. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. When Gordon was on the was on the Magic and Levine was on the Timberwolves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they had the uh, they had a dunk contest a few years back where Dwayne Wade robbed Zach Levine. So um, 
That one was good, but it wasn't like it's not elite. The Aaron Gordon Zach Levine one is only behind like Jordan and Dominique. Like as the Vince as Carter one. But the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine was so good, bro. This is the Vince Carter one. Vince Carter crushed it. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't have Nobody else. I guess did. that's a good point. That's the single greatest performance in a dunk contest. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not the single greatest. It's not the contest. best okay. dunk contest. Yeah, it's not. But it like Vince Carter. <laughs> I Vince. First of all, we can bring in forty-three year old Vince Carter next year, <laughs> and right. I will watch the fuck out of that. Let's just watch old, do a legacy. For the 75th anniversary, they should have just done a legacy oh, dunk contest. Oh, damn. Jordan, Dominique. Vince hell, Carter. get Magic out there. Ja- Jason Richardson. Right Tracy McGrady. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Eric, we're, we know that. That's the whole funny thing. <laughs> we'll, well, lower, we'll, we'll lower the rim to eight feet. A hundred percent. To see Michael Jordan dunk a basketball again, I'll put it in five feet. I don't care. Maybe we can get a Kobe hologram. <laughs> Nick almost choked his. <laughs> He's eating a peanut butter sandwich and almost choked. Because <laughs> I know people would go crazy for it. <laughs> Again, I know this has become the episode of Tupac Slander for me. But yeah, the Tupac hologram was not that cool. The Kobe hologram would be fucking fire, though. I'd pay to see it. I don't want to see the Kobe hologram dunk. I want to see the Kobe hologram sit on the sidelines and shit talk other players. <laughs> with the, That's the biggest homage to Kobe you could give. With the ice pack on his knees. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the Kobe hologram I want. So, I mean, really, look... I slander LeBron a lot, but LeBron never doing a dunk contest. It really hurt the status of the dunk contest because they, I mean, you used to be the top guys would do it. I mean, you had Jordan, Dominique, you had Vince Carter, Jason Richardson, who was Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, it used to be the stars would do it and it was always electric because you were seeing the guys that you wanted to see, you're not seeing Juan Toscano Anderson. No disrespect to that guy. Shout out for being the first, you know, Mexican uh, American to play, to be in the dunk contest. So that's tight. But like, bro, like John Morant not being in the dunk contest, right? John Zion, when they were rookies, not being in the dunk contest is insane. So the league is kind of put into a hole. In order to get the best out of your dunk contest, you gotta put the best dunkers. You can't be you can't be calling it the rising stars and give us Cole Anthony. He doesn't get a his eyes don't get above the rim. His hand barely gets above the rim. I mean, I, I can't dunk, but like <laughs> come on, like that's the or lower the rim so that way we don't have this kind of shenanigans. Like now correct me if I'm wrong. I think LeBron is a great in-game dunker. I don't know how much of a contest a contest dunker LeBron would be. He'd have to get like outside help and stuff, like to tell to like give him dunks to do. And but yeah, I think you might be right. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying LeBron should have done it. Yeah, hundred percent. Kobe Bryant did it. Michael Jordan did it. If you like, if you're really saying you're this that motherfucker, like, and you're all about growing the league, you should have done the dunk contest because people want to see LeBron dunk. LeBron doing the dunk contest now. People would want to see it. Like I don't 
I'll disagree with two things. I don't think LeBron is an acrobatic dunker because he's he's never displayed. Like Jordan and Kobe would acrobatically dunk in a game. Yeah, it's not just about if they're athletic. Right. It's about who you want to see in the dunk contest. I understand, but I also – but to, on to my second point. LeBron doesn't care about growing the league. LeBron cares about growing LeBron. Yeah, that's a good point. And the dunk contest doesn't grow LeBron's brand. Yeah, I would have if he would have won. I don't think – but I don't think it would. Or at least he doesn't think it was. But the, the dunk contest wouldn't be about LeBron. It wouldn't be the LeBron show. Yeah, I mean, it's he's clearly narcissistic. He's already putting pressure on the league to draft his son, which I don't know the stats of his son in high school ball, but, like, come on, LeBron. You got to be worth it to come. Like, if I'm the GMs, I just get together, have a meeting, and be like, look, dude, he's not draftable. Just- so I'll give you his stats real quick. Uh, 6.8 points per game. Six. <laughs> uh, 6- you said 68? 6.8. Yeah, in high school. 0.3 rebounds, 4.1 assists. And that's the one he wants drafted? Yeah, Ronnie James. Here's here's my here's my main problem with that. If you guys have seen the interview with LeBron where he's sitting there with his wife and they ask, what do you want from Bronny? And she goes, like a good mom, she goes, I just want him to be happy and be successful in anything he does. And the camera pans to LeBron and he goes, I want him in the league. It's like, what? Like, as a dad, dude, just, like, you want your son to succeed, but if he doesn't want to play basketball, he doesn't have to play basketball. I don't get that. Wasn't LeBron literally in a movie where he pressured his son to do something he didn't want to do and it turned out poorly? Yeah, he got digitized, bro. <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> you paid for and recorded that movie. Wiley Coyote had to channel his inner Ray Allen and bail his ass out, bro. No doubt. Shout out Wiley Coyote, the MVP of Space Jam 2. Yes or yes, Wiley Coyote is the MVP. Yeah, yes or yes. He's the Bill Murray. Of, <laughs> he's the Bill Murray of Space Jam 2. Yeah, Wiley Coyote shut that shit down, bro. Uh no, I, look, I understand LeBron's desire for that. Like, that's something you want you want as a dad. But, like, it feels forced at this point. Like, Eric just read 6.8 points and damn near no rebounds a game. Like, he's 17. Like, there's kids at 17 right now doing ghastly things. Shaq just, uh, when they were talking about the NBI 75 anniversary team, he said he put up 44 and 22 in high school as his average. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> if you have that, he still averages a double-double. <laughs> like, that's how insane 44 and 22 is. He can, averages- you, can you imagine Jermaine and Eric and Cole and whoever else, else was at El Paso High walk onto a basketball court? You're confident. You're a good basketball team. And you see... Young Shaquille, I'd be like, I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I, I sprain my ankle. Right. <laughs> you'd come down the floor. You'd take one charge. He'd body you through the through the mats that protect you from the you know from the from the cinder blocks. He'd body you through that. You'd be like, you'd be like, Mm-mm, nope, shoulder. You'd be like, I'm done. 
I I check into the game and then turn to my coach and be like, Coach, I left my labia in the locker room. Right. <laughs> He's I, literally like Shaq in high school. Well, really, Shaq in the NBA was like a bell cow running back. Sure, you want to hit him in the first quarter. Do you want to hit him in the fourth quarter? Absolutely hell not. No. I'm not even. I'm not even sure you want to hit him in the first quarter. Bro. Well, yeah, but you have to. <laughs> you, yes, have to and want are very different things. Like I have to do laundry. I don't right. want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to see the breakdown of like Shaq's points by quarter in high school because I guarantee you it's like he. It's just astronomical in the fourth quarter, bro. Forty-four and twenty-two, bro. I look. I look. I have six assists in high school. Damn, that's crazy. That's a legal relationship. Listen to what I just said to you. Those two numbers could get married to each other. 44. <laughs> Shaq's points per game and his rebounds could marry and nobody would. People might be like, ah, he's a little old. They'd be like, oh, he's definitely a sugar daddy. Right. <laughs> All right and this is the best part. Eight blocks a game. Eight blocks a game? That's yeah. a little low. Okay. Don't you think that's a little low? I no, Nick. I do not think eight <laughs> blocks a game was low. Seems a little low for those values you just told me. Eight blocks a game seems a little low, considering the average is two blocks, maybe. Like he's four times the average. <laughs> this article was written in 2021, so I don't know if it still stands. But his rebounding record in the state of Texas still hasn't been broken. Which was which was every single rebound of every high school game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't even give a number. Twenty-two a game. That's wild, bro. Look, all right. So we'll we'll get off this conversation. If LeBron gets his way and someone drafts Bronny Jr., that's fine. But it doesn't make any sense. Bronny Jr. also signed an NIL contract already, like a a million dollar contract for underwears or something like that. I, look. He's not even playing. You just sounded like such an old man. He out there signing contracts for underwear. Bro, it's just 6.8 points. Get me double digits and I'll be like, all right. But he's 17, which means he's probably a junior. Holy fuck. What? He signed his deal with PSD, the Uh underwear company. Uh He's projected to make $5.1 million before his high school career is over. Oof. That's a crazy amount of money, bro. 6.8 points, 5.1 mil. Come on. It's almost – I wouldn't try to score either. He's already got 5 million, bro. He don't Listen, know. one of the 32 teams, your father will convince to draft you. Well, he's already said that whichever team drafts him, he's signing with. Right. It's insane. This, this kid has at least the next four years of his life planned. Bro, he's already got five million. Like, what does he even need to play for? I mean, he's he's not all right. Hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he hits a growth spurt and then he gets like way better. Can you imagine if we go back on this? It's like episode ninety-eight, and he's like <laughs> we're like, is Brawny better than his dad? Yeah, episode yeah, episode two hundred ninety eight. We're like, oh my god, we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, look, I hope he's successful. I never root against anyone, but it doesn't make sense. Like, if I'm a GM, I'm like, look, LeBron, like, that's a dumb pick. It doesn't make any sense. But we got sidetracked. <clears throat> all Star Weekend, All Star Game goes off on Sunday, 
and it's the new Elam scoring system where they add 24 points to the highest total at the end of the third quarter, and that's the high watermark you have to hit to win the game, which guarantees a high drama shot to win it, so a buzzer beater almost. So unless there was one year it ended on a free throw, which was kind of tragic. You need to change that rule. You can't can't win it on a free throw. Come on, guys. Just like you can't win 21 on a free throw. (laughs) Them's the rules. (laughs) Them's the rules. Come on, NBA. This is streets. Uh, But so the Team Durant versus Team LeBron uh, Durant was not on the court for this one. And like as I was recapping earlier, Steph Curry went absolutely ballistic. All weekend long, by the way, they apparently – the Cavaliers fans were booing Stephen Curry, which obviously makes sense. I'm not saying they shouldn't boo him, but he went out there and halfway through the all-star game, he had them cheering for him. You know what I mean? So like, when will we learn this lesson as sports fans? Don't piss off. Great goats. Don't piss off the goats. Is it Steph Curry from Cleveland? Uh, Akron, I believe. What? Like, why are you booing him? Well, because he he's not playing against the Cavs. Because he he kicked their ass in the finals, bro. Yeah, but then they kicked his ass. Like, they got one of four. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that constitutes ass kicked. And that's only because Draymond Green decided to punch LeBron in the nuts. Yeah, shout out Adam Silver for suspending. Yeah. Um. I mean, LeBron stepped over him, though. Like, ain't nobody acting calmly in that situation. Kia. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Judo kick. <laughs> and so uh, the game ends 163-160 with a wild flurry for the finish. LeBron hits a buzzer beater in Cleveland and gets the walk-off win. Uh Shout out the All-Star game for being fire again. And it now begs the question, is the new Elam scoring system, has that moved the NBA All-Star game into the All-Star game in North America? No. And it's debatable. I'm just saying it's debatable because it's fucking exciting. It is insane. You have a whole lot of fun, and then it gets super serious. And then you have Steph Curry playing defense. (laughs) It's insane. So it begs the question. We're not going to sit here and answer that today. We're going to go ahead and move into our draft as we've uh, covered our – what do we want to do next, Eric? Uh, I guess the draft for the 75th anniversary team. All right, so we'll do the draft, and then then we'll get into the – with a few bets we have for you for the post um, All Star Weekend, with along with some playoff predictions. So, without further ado, we're keeping the same order um, we had. So it'll be myself, Eric, and then Nick. Um, and obviously, obviously, I'm going to take Michael Jordan with my first pick. Like, obviously, like who no, else I am I? Who else am I going to take? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on now, Chicago Bulls player, best ever. Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan. So, uh, we'll now move on to Eric. Keep it. Keep as much it. as I don't want to, I have to take LeBron. 
you don't have to do anything. You have the 75 best players in basketball. Right, right there's now. 74 left. <laughs> there was 74 left. Yeah. Uh, but all right. If that's who you want to take, go ahead. So Eric took LeBron. And that now puts Nick on the clock. I think one of the greatest uh, players in NBA that we don't really know that much about, all we have are like stories. It's always become a mythology at this point. I'm yeah. taking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He apparently was this like this crazy man. Like could you know drank with Andre the Giant, could like you know lifted with outlifted Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, all these not, like that's not Kareem, my guy. Oh, that's that's Wilt. Never mind. But I'll still take I'll still take Kareem. One of the greatest, one part of the greatest Lakers teams ever, the Showtime Lakers. <laughs> my God, yeah, Eric and I both looked up like Kareem. I was like, he leads the league in scoring. Nobody's, nobody's, everyone knows about Kareem. I say well, Kareem. I say Kareem is the best basketball player ever. When it comes to right. goat talk, if I had to pick one, I'm picking Kareem. He's the best ever. He's not ball dominant, right? So he doesn't get the ball and bring it up court and then get to dictate his offensive flow. No, the offense runs. They. Drop the ball into him in the low post. You know what's coming, and he has the most indefensible shot in basketball history. NBA the history, hook. yeah. The skyhook. And then he played three to four years in college. I believe it's three. He played three years at UCLA, and that's historically regarded as the most dominant. They didn't lose a game. Like They went on a ridiculous winning streak of like 70-plus wins. With Kareem Abdul-Jabbar winning the NCAA championship, so he was all he was all NBA in his first season. He was the, the MVP, the Finals MVP, and NBA champion in his second. He never lost a college game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kareem never lost a college game. If you Google Kareem's high school numbers, it's ridiculous. Kareem also scored over forty in an NBA Finals game while being over forty. <laughs> He also won MVP awards nine years apart. Like, here's another crazy thing about Kareem, right? LeBron's probably going to pass his scoring record, and it'll be fucking legendary when he does. Congratulations to you. That's fucking outstanding. Kareem did it two points a basket. LeBron shoots three-pointers. Right. Like, that's how dominant Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was. That's why I always argue it's Kareem. I gush over that, man, because he's a phenomenal basketball player. Uh, With that being said, go ahead and get us into your next pick, Nick. Well, then I'll just go with who I was talking about. I want two big (laughs) men. I'm going Wilt. (laughs) you you had Eric and I get Kareem. Could you imagine that team? I don't want to. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt. (laughs) Bro. Do Do you know Kareem's original name before he changed it? Uh, it was like it was like Louis Alcindor or something, right? Lou Alcindor, yeah. Lou Alcindor. All right, I was <laughs> I was sounding like I was <laughs> casting Harry Potter's spell. <laughs> no shit, yeah, exactly like that, bro. Welcome to the Wizarding World, right? <laughs> Louis Alcindor. Uh, all right, so then that takes us into Eric's next pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with the big fella, Shaq. So Eric took Shaq. Oh big man, puzzle. the big men are coming off the board already, huh? Um, that's perfectly fine. I'm going to take Kobe Bryant next. It's a good pick. I mean, 
MJ and Kobe on the same team. Are we losing? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're losing because one of them's going to get e- ejected fighting for the last shot. <laughs> and then, oh man, I can go so many places with this. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Hakeem Olajuwon. Same draft as Jordan. Was it the same draft? Yeah, he was first. Yeah. Damn. I would would broke my brain on that one. Wait, Uh, he was the same draft as Jordan? Yeah. No, because no, No, it was not. Sam Perkins Perkins went. Sam Perkins? Is it Sam Perkins? I thought it was Sam Howell or something. I don't know. No, it's probably Sam Perkins. Sam Howell is the UNC quarterback. Right, right. (laughs) He was selected first. That fucking idiot was second. And then Jordan was third. Oh. Jordan was third? Yeah. Yikes. Get those two other GMs on the phone. Well, Olajuwon was... Right, I know. I know. I know. I know. Olajuwon, when Jordan retired, Olajuwon won two rings. He was the clear next best player. (laughs) Right. Uh, Dude, he's like one of the least talked about players because he played in the era of Jordan. And that's one of the crazy things. Like, Jordan's game was mid-range. If you look at the way he attacked the tall trees, right, because it used to be all big men. That's where you talk about Kareem, Wilt, you know, Moses Malone. You have Olajuwon that Charles Barkley played a little bit, you know, so on and so forth. But Jordan attacked the mid-range, and he changed the game. He he was actually the – you know, the bastion, the last bastion of the big man. And he changed it to a more guard dominant centered league. And to watch it happen is wild. And that's why you see so many of those greats who don't have rings. And Olajuwon almost was, was almost a casualty of that. And uh, took LeBron, uh, look, took Jordan retiring for that to happen, which is insane. But I digress. I, I can talk about basketball all day. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to Eric's third pick. I'm gonna take Timmy D. Shit! <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was Damn. sure. You I that was would sh- fall. I was sure I could get Tim Duncan on the on the on the turn. Damn it! I, I got a lot of I'll be all right. Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> I'm gonna take Larry Bird. Oh man, it's so there's so many good players, bro. Like fuck. Bird, Wilt, and Kareem is my team right now. You got a you got a tall fucking team, bro. Oh, let's see. Larry, Larry uh, Bird with, averaged twenty four and twelve for his career with a bomb back. Right, <laughs> right, that, bro. It's not Shaq in high school, but it's it's adjacent. It's yeah. Uh, I think with my next pick, I'm it, probably there are a lot of better people on the board, but I just want to see this team. I'm going to go Allen Iverson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric just stormed off. Eric stormed off the show. He has himself to blame. Like, you there's, do. There's three picks off the board. He left the house, bro. He left, left the house. That's This is how angry Eric got. He, he's back. Eric's back, folks. Eric, what do you have to say for yourself leaving the show like that? Dude, listen. That's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard in my life. And Ukraine just got bombed. What? You're but not Ukrainian, though. I'm just saying, man. Fuck. That's on you. What were you doing? I didn't think he was had to do that. I can't even talk right now. I'm so sad. I didn't even think he has to do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad sentence. 
my English teacher would be very upset right now. I don't Eric, Eric, I just, what are you angry about? I got the tall I got the tall guys. I need a I need a shifty I need a shifty uh shooting guard. I don't know what you were doing. So this so this this is what happened. In my head, I was thinking, you know, people with, with great basketball knowledge probably wouldn't take him this high. But Nate is a casual fan. So he's gonna stick with the guys he knows. I should have took him before. Team. Eric, Eric, do I not have a great team right now? Would Allen Iverson not compliment my team perfectly? I mean, they'd be scary good. Yeah. I, look, I have no sympathy. I told you you can take any player. You hate LeBron James, so you took him first. I'm, I'm playing for chips, bro. Anyway, good pick, Nick. It's my favorite player. Good shit. With my next pick, I'm gonna take Kevin Durant. Damn, I wanted KD. I wanted KD. <laughs> First of all, every player who's been named so far, I've wanted. So it's not really like uh, a surprise um, that this is happening. But I'm going to go ahead and round out my starting five. And, man, the big men have just been cannibalized. <laughs> Decimated. I'll take um, – Oh, do I want to get Dirk Dubinsky next to Olajuwon? Just open that floor up, bro. I do love me some Dirk Dubinsky. Um, I mean, I gotta take, I gotta take the mailman. I'm gonna take the mailman, Carl Malone. <laughs> Carl Malone is fire, and then I'm gonna take a point guard, obviously. And it's shocking that he fell this far. I'm gonna take uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, good pick. Uh, so I'm going to round out my starting five. I need a point guard. As much as I love the glove, I got to take Steph Curry. Well, those are all those are all great picks. Um, hmm. <laughs> Nick is really he's like, well, I don't know. Who well, take. I wanted Steph Curry. I'll take Gary Payton with my with my final pick to round out my starting five. I'll take Gary Payton. That's not bad. Uh, you, and then you with could my always, first, you could always trade AI for Steph. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I I'm, I'm at least getting some picks back if I if I trade Steph to Eric. <laughs> you mean I'm, Iverson? Right. Trade for Steph, yeah. Um, with my next pick, I'm gonna go Navy man, the first man to yeah. break, the first, the first man to break out, break the trend of not serving your country, <laughs> even though you went to the Naval Academy. Big man, David Robinson. That's my nickname. My grandpa gave me that nickname when he found out I was joining the Navy. David Robinson? No, the Admiral. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have called me David Robinson, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's kind of a weird nickname. <laughs> that's absolutely the weirdest nickname ever, bro. No, I thought you knew his nickname. That's funny no. as fuck. I mean, oh. now that you say it, yeah, I remember hearing it, but <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> Grandpa called you David Robinson. <laughs> Thanks, it's Gramps. It's because he couldn't remember my name. You know? <laughs> right. Hey, you're that son of mine, David Robinson. <laughs> oh, the Bulls are gonna lose to the Hawks. What is happening? Anyways, with that being said, Eric, go ahead and give us your sixth pick. Uh, I'm going to have to go Kevin Garnett. 
Eric took Kevin Garnett. I'm going to take, oh, man. I'm going to take Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I'm going to take. Mm. I'm just, dude, there's so many names on this list. I'm going to avoid what happened to Eric and take Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen is my all-time favorite player, and so I had to make sure I snagged him up before Eric fucking went full shyster with it. Alright, Eric's, Eric's, Eric's broken. Charles Barkley. He's so hurt, bro. You can hear so his hurt. voice. Yeah, you can literally he's like, I don't even know who to pick. He's like, fuck my team. All right. Uh all right. I'm gonna choose. <laughs> uh has Dirk been taken yet? No. Uh, yeah, I'll get because because of the German heritage, I'll get I'll get Dirk with my next pick. All right, and then I'll follow that right up with Julius Urban. I don't know why you're angry at me. No, I'm not. Now, now you have no reason to be angry. At me. <laughs> Uh, so I want to play bully ball with my team. So I'm going to take Dennis. Oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm surprised you fell that far, actually. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to take good pick. I'm going to take Isaiah Thomas next. Oh, I was looking at him. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is nice. And then I'm going to take – how many big men do I have on my team? I have Giannis. I have Carl. I have Akeem. Just straight bucket getters. I have my next pick before my last pick. Who am I going to take? I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take Reggie Miller. Oh, that man's yeah. You, your team is turning out to just be a certified bucket. Yeah, I'm just bucket getters, bro. They play defense. That's the thing. My team plays defense, but they score. Damn, that's a good team. I'm building out. I'm building out a fucking. You don't want to see it. Jeez, yeah. But, I mean, you really can't go wrong with any of these teams. No. When you're picking from the 75 best, like, you could – we right. could take the the last 10 remaining and still have a fire team. Right. Uh, I think I got to go with Dwayne Wade here. Are you sure you don't want to take a 76er? Yeah. <laughs> there's none left. Is it Moses still there? Well, there's one left, but <laughs> – you shattered his heart, bro. He ain't got I know. It. He's he just he's like I I guess I'll pick somebody. I'll take, I'll take Kawhi Leonard. Uh, get a little defense on that squad and just and just clutch. The seventy six er killer. 
Right. <laughs> just in case any of my 76 <laughs> players get out of whack. Kick you on down Yo, I just, had to. I just, had to. <laughs> Nick's team is like a bona fide shot, Eric. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Nick went into this draft. He's like, I'm going to troll. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, oh, I'm just a casual fan what do I know Eric you said it yourself I don't know how good these players are I'm just a casual fan <laughs> oh my god uh, oh, with my shit. with my final pick I'll get uh, James Harden okay another six <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't even realize that that's hilarious that last one I didn't oh, even realize. Oh, dude, that's how much ingrained in your soul when he called you a casual. You're just going to fuck him up, bro. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh, my goodness. What a great Sixers team I have here. <laughs> I'm broken. Yeah, the, the, the AI pick caused you to walk out, literally. It caused you to have a walkout. Yeah, he he definitely did, bro. He definitely did. Eric, you have one more pick remaining. I know. I'm just. I'm just so many names here. <laughs> Let me look at my team. Oh, this has been way better than I thought it was gonna go. Oh, there's just so many names. <laughs> I'm just over here sitting around doing nothing. Meanwhile, Eric's soul is being trampled upon. Uh, I need some more guard plays, so I'm gonna take. The point guard. I'll trade you Allen Iverson. No, I'm good, fam. Keep him. You're, you're so not good. <laughs> you're going to take Chris Paul last? Yeah, I, don't have, I have one point guard on my team. Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, mm. Bob Cousy, John mm. Havlicek. Mm. Hey, this is my draft. I get it. So I'm just saying. Like, smile, pick your next player. I'm just saying. If you would have drafted Allen Iverson, you wouldn't need another guard. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. So last pick, I will. Before you make this pick, after you make it, let's all pick a coach for this team. Okay, I go first. No, it's in order. <laughs> yeah, he goes first. Uh, I, look, I'm just gonna just forego my coach pick and pick a player coach. I'll take Bill Russell last. Since he coached a championship team. Just kidding. My coach is obviously going to be Phil Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to take Pat Riley. Greg Popovich. You're such a casual, bro. <laughs> I'd like to take Tehran Lu, please. <laughs> yeah, he's actually. I actually love coach. the dynamic of Daron Luke coaching Allen Iverson on the floor. <laughs> Yo, that would be the ultimate troll, there. That's so funny. Oh, dude. Uh, all right. So, with that being said, my list rounds out: Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Akeem Olajuwon, Karl Malone, Magic Johnson, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Scottie Pippen, Isaiah Thomas, Reggie Miller, Bill Russell, and Coach Phil Jackson. Let's go some more. Dude, that's like some of the best 75 players of all time. 
DeMar DeRozan just hit a clutch shot to give the lead, and he's at the free throw line. He said, you can't stop me, bro. Bucket getter. Can I, adent- can I amend my list? Can I just go Lonzo, Zach, DeMar, Nicola, Caruso? <laughs> that sounds like the 2021-2022 Chicago Bulls roster, Jermaine. I love my team, bro. We're probably not going to win it at all. And Billy D? I do love Billy Donovan. I've always had a man crush on Billy Donovan. So it's it's like the, it's like they were like, look, dude, we know you're heartbroken for he who shall not be mentioned. Uh, but we'll get you this year, bro. We'll get we'll give you a little give back. Fucking every time someone says Derrick Rose's name, I get sad, bro. Yo, it's crazy. We all have two players on our team that didn't win a championship. I have Carl and Reggie. I have CP3 and Charles Barkley. He's got Harden and Iverson. Did Did David Robinson win one? Yeah, he won two. With Tim Duncan. Oh. Yeah, Kawhi won one after he buried the 76ers. We don't, don't got to go. <laughs> it's, it's played out, bro. You mean, sorry, know. Jermaine. He, buh, buh, buried the 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, now that we've wrapped up NBA All-Star Weekend re- uh, Recap, let's touch on the UCL bets that we gave out the last two episodes. <laughs> Um, and then we'll, from there, we'll, t- we'll have Eric ask us the question that he has about hockey and then we'll wrap it up with the NBA bets that we mentioned at the beginning. So Nick, you want to take us through those bets that you're just, you're talking about? Yeah, I will. So just before I start this, right, let's, let's not ask like, Hey Nick, like what specific bets did you say about specific teams? Right maybe winning right at plus 900 because that's not what we're here for we're here for, we're, <laughs> we're here to have a good time we're not we're especially not here to talk about my bold prediction that sporting <laughs> was gonna beat man city and then me turning on the game 35 minutes into it and seeing sporting down four nothing <laughs> it was never close it was never close the game started zero zero and it was never close right that's how ridiculous that game was bro. the game was close until they kicked off oh my it- goodness uh, a couple of other bets that i gave you guys i gave you guys uh benefica ax uh uh, Inter and Liverpool, both teams to score. So all four of those teams to score parlay. Uh, Inter did not score against Liverpool. So that voided that. However, I did play. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Um, I also said final score, Liverpool 2-1. That missed Liverpool 1-2-0. Uh, we did hit the yes plus 105 Chelsea to win to nil. That was a good amount of money. Uh, Sebastian Holler to score for Ajax is what I played right before the game. Uh, and then Ajax win and both teams to score was plus 235. That did not win. Uh, unfortunately, my four-team parlay, Moneyline parlay, of Ajax, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United lost. Because remember, teams have to win 
to win the money line parlay. You could, there is a way in soccer, though. There, there is a bet for those inexperienced soccer bettors. It's called a draw no bet uh, line. It's a little bit safer. We would have won the parlay if all those were draw no bets, uh, which means that if you draw, it, it's still counted. It's basically counted as a push. Um, so you get your money. You would get your money back uh, for the parlay then. So I guess it's not really winning, is it? Um, yeah, and that was the, the, those are the bets we covered. We also talked about uh, Ajax winning the Champions League and a uh, Bayern-Liverpool uh, final. Uh, the Liverpool getting to the final looked good. They, looked, they dominated the game. It, uh, Bayern struggled against Salzburg. Uh, managing to tie it up in in the second half. And uh, Ajax had an own goal go in from Sebastian Haller and ended up tying 2-2. So we're not really doing hot on, on weekend one of or, or, or uh, match one of, of the round of 16. So stick with us, though, because we'll have cl- closer to it. It's, a, it's March 12th, right, Eric? Yes, March 12th closer to march 12th when they start we'll put out our picks we'll have more i'll have another money line uh parlay for you guys consecutive games with 35 points and 50 percent shooting in nba history uh demar derozan's done it eight times this year he's currently in that streak and wilt chamberlain has done it six times two different occasions jeez wilt chamberlain was <laughs> fucking wilt chamberlain is a maniac bro yeah, and uh, and let me go back to just the mythology surrounding him. I feel like he would be a. I feel like he would be Magic Johnson if the press was around. If the Magic Johnson's press was around when Will Chamberlain was playing, and if Will Chamberlain existed today, he would probably be a social media star, but not oh. playing basketball. <laughs> Yeah, oh my goodness, he'd be like Zion. You know what I mean? Never hooped, but everyone loves him. Right. (laughs) All right, so that's the UCL review. Uh, Yeah, definitely not looking good, but Holler, does does an own goal count towards the top goal scorer? It does not, but but Vanterhong, Vanterhang, Vierton-Hong, whatever his name is, the dude that used to play for Ajax and now plays for Bonifica was the one that had the shot. I had him at plus 1,200 anytime goal, and it deflected off Holler and went in. Oh, so it doesn't even count as his goal. doesn't count as his goal. That's such a dumb way of doing that. If it deflects, you still hit it. I think you should get the goal. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Eric has an NHL question for us. Eric, you want to propose this question? So I was thinking about it. There is way more hockey on television. We have a TNT deal, the ESPN Plus. How have we, as a collective, not watched more hockey? I mean, speak for yourself. How many games have you watched, Nick? 20 or so, probably. Yeah, I'm about 12. It's just the Blackhawks have sucked butt this year, so I got all grumpy. Yeah, I mean, I, mine Mine is the opposite. I'm on the East Coast, and I'm having to watch mountain games for Colorado. And it's like 10 o'clock, and they're starting. I'm like, I'm not really. So I'll watch 
I'll watch like the first two periods, but then I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Yeah, we Eric, Eric, what are you at right now? Two opening night two days ago. There you go, man. Just check in. That was just a check in. Hey, how, hey, how's everybody doing after the All Star game? Good. All right. Flyers still sucking butt. All right, I'll I'll see myself out. That's a good point. I thought I was so ready to watch more hockey, and my basketball uptake is actually skyrocketing. I usually watch about fifty to sixty game, Bulls games a season. I think I've missed like three this year. So Let I'm me, all, I'm almost at 60 already. Or if I if not, I'm already at 60. <laughs> Let me answer your question with another question, Eric. Do you watch more Flyers hockey when they're good? So to be honest, man, I, I, I'm trying to get into hockey. And that's why I thought with this new TV deal and stuff, I'd be watching more games. But I'm just watching way more basketball. Well, I think and that's the problem. The you're not sucking. around. You're not around somebody who watches hockey. Yeah, I mean, outside of YouTube, I don't know. I mean, none of my yeah, I don't know many people that watch hockey. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would. I would watch hockey. I just I, I do it. Like I watch hockey when I come home, but it's the abs. So I mean, like it's like I'll watch it when I'm cooking dinner or something, but. Yeah, I, I put the Flyers game on. I, Jermaine, Dude. and I think you would watch more hockey if the Blackhawks were better. Because oh, I would not 100%. be I would not be watching as many Avalanche games if they were stinky. <laughs> I expected the Blackhawks to be good this year. Remember all the shit I was talking in the, the preseason? <laughs> right. And then and it we, was like, what was the first game? Five two abs, and you were <laughs> and I think you called it. I, I think you called it like right then. You were like all right, season's over. Yeah, watch the first over. game against the Avs, and you're like, season's over. And I was and like, then, dude, and it's we too early. We proceeded to lose like 10 straight. <laughs> right. Like Marc-Andre Fleury quit the team. <laughs> he just quit. He's like, yeah. I don't want to play anymore. The yeah. Blackhawks killed Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> Let's go, Bulls. We got another W. Love to see it. All right, so with that being said, we'll go ahead and move into the – um, we'll go ahead and move into the NBA bets that we're going to be covering today. So for those of you who didn't catch the beginning of the podcast, first of all, I don't know how you did that. Uh, and second of all, we're going to be covering NBA futures. So division winners, conference winners, and then we'll pick a championship winner. That'll probably be wrong in three weeks. <laughs> so Eric, you want to take us through it? Yeah. Um, so we'll start with uh, division winners. So for the Atlantic division, which is the Eastern the Eastern Atlantic Division. It's going to be what up here. Philadelphia 76ers minus 200. Boston Celtics plus 325. Toronto Raptors plus 750. Brooklyn Nets plus 1000 and the New York Knickerbockers plus 50,000. It's good money right there. And the way it stands right now, Philly's got a one and a half game lead on the Celtics. Uh, the Raptors are two and a half, and Brooklyn is five back. Man, that that's long odds for <laughs> that, the the Raptors I, at plus seven fifty for being two and a half games back. Yeah, the issue is right. So they played without Ben Simmons all year, and now now they have Harden coming. So I think that's why the odds are so so stacked in their favor. That's Celtics. That's Celtics bet. It's pretty interesting to me, though. 
Celtics at plus 325. That I mean, damn. That's <laughs> re- that's an interesting division. I wouldn't have put the Sixers at minus 200. We don't we haven't even seen how Harden. I get that he's a great player, but we haven't even seen how he plays in Philly yet. Yeah, I mean, it definitely going to be an adjustment period, but if we get like 85% of what he can be or what he has been in the past, they're going to be unstoppable. How that's many games are left? Uh, 20, um, 24. Is he healthy enough? Or you think yeah. they're just holding him into the playoffs? <laughs> no, he's healthy to go. The funny thing is, everybody when he left Brooklyn, they were saying, like, he's fat, he's out of shape, he didn't care about this season. Sixers posted a picture of him today in practice. He looks like he already lost 10 pounds. Well, he did that shit. To, he did that shit when he was in Houston, too. Yeah. He has like that. He has like the ability to like push out his stomach and make himself look fat. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's gonna work, but time will tell. We'll see. Boston has turned it around. They're playing great on both sides, so I don't know. How many more games does Boston have versus Philly? Uh, this is just the March tenth game. That's it. I mean, I have to double check, but yeah, I think it's just the March tenth. No, I believe in that. I was hoping they had two more because if they had two more, that Boston bet is super. If they could keep it at striking distance and win those two games, they would, you know, essentially it's really a half game. Um, I think if you're looking for value, that Boston or that Toronto pick. Yeah, if you're looking for I, – I do think the Sixers win this division. The James Harden trade should make them better. We'll see what happens. He's debuting tomorrow. Um, that's It's fascinating, though. That plus 325 <laughs> or plus 750 – and you're only two and a half back with about oh. twenty plus games to go. Are we giving any consideration to the Brooklyn Nets plus a thousand? KD's not back. Kyrie's still pl- Kyrie's still playing away games, and Ben Simmons like we don't even have a date for him. So to come back from five games with twenty left, and you don't know where their stars are going to be. No, no. The playoff bet. Definitely. <laughs> that's okay. That, we'll, that's, we'll get to that in a second. You, you can revisit Brooklyn because they are a much deeper team now with everything that they did. And I'm telling you, when Ben Simmons comes back with a jumper. Do you want to hear a ridiculous uh, statement, Jermaine? Yes, always. Brooklyn Nets plus 1,000 to win the Atlantic. Brooklyn Nets plus 240 to win the Eastern Conference. They are the favorite. <laughs> exactly. They're not even the division winner. That it's it's a different ball game in playoffs. When you have Kevin Durant, I mean, uh, obviously, Kyrie could hit big shots, and then the problem is we just don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. Right. We really, we really don't know. Well, let's let's keep going with divisions. We can talk about playoffs when when uh, we get there. So we got the Central Division uh, right now: Milwaukee plus one hundred five, Chicago plus one seventy. And Cleveland plus three hundred current standings. Chicago is up three games on Milwaukee and three and a half games on Cleveland. What? Like what? What? Bet you they're giving you Chicago plus one seventy and they're up in the division. From a casual fan like me, <laughs> that's free money. I get that the Bucks are the Bucks, but they've proved they've proven in sixty games, sixty two games, they can't overtake Chicago. Am I missing something here? I'm getting no. Chicago at plus 170 to win this division. With a three-game cushion. With yeah. a three-game cushion? 
How many games do they have against? How have they done against Milwaukee this year? Mm. Pretty well, right? We lost one, I believe. That is uh, Eric will look that up for us. But yeah, you already covered it. The fun fact for this division: the two hardest schedules remaining. Number one, Milwaukee. Number two, Chicago. Right there. That's even more for me to bet Chicago plus 170. Yeah, and so one of the things that Chicago has going for them is health, right? So Alex Caruso should be beginning basketball activities again, so he should be returning, which will bolster our depth and our defense. We've gotten Javante Green back. We've gotten Derek Jones Jr. back. We've gotten Zach Levine back. Uh, There is potential to get the paw back. Uh, so if you've ever heard me talk about the Bulls, you know I love Patrick Williams. Uh, he's our second-year player. Um, and then also Lonzo Ball is still, is still poised to return as well. So hopefully reinforcements bolster the Bulls for this run, but you're getting plus 170 Chicago. It's it's the obvious bet. It, bias aside, that's the obvious bet. So something to keep in mind here, you lost to Milwaukee once. You actually have three matchups left with them. Oh, you hear that, Nick? I I still just, I I don't. The biggest concern for me in Chicago is their health. And they're getting healthier. So they were dominant when they were fully healthy. Milwaukee, like I get that they have three games against Milwaukee. But they have 17 other games not against Milwaukee. And they were dominant when healthy. Yeah, so I, I bet you that's one of the reasons why they have the toughest remaining schedules is they they play they each other three times. Right. <laughs> so yeah. like, I just plus <laughs> plus one seventy is far too juicy. I, I'm make I'm calling that bet right now. I'll make it a podcast bet. Bulls plus one seventy to win the division. Okay. Yeah. I look. I like that bet as well. I like what I've seen from the Bulls. They're the current one seed. So if you can get the current one seed in the East. <laughs> at plus more money, you're, you're probably going to take that bet. Yeah, of course. And you know, Ooh, we can run- parlay this on Bavada. Oh, let's make parlays of division winners, boys. <laughs> so Philly wins. We got Chicago. All right, let's keep going. All right. So, um, Eric, you want to take us to the next division winner? Yeah. So, I probably shouldn't even go through this Southeast, but it's, it's <laughs> Miami minus 20,000. Atlanta Hawks plus five thousand, Charlotte Hornets plus five thousand, Wizards plus a hundred thousand. Are you kidding me? I swear, the Miami <laughs> I can get the Wizards Atlanta. at a hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> they're Hero only back. they're only ten and a half back from the Heat, bro. Uh, yeah, oh, ball game. Miami is a half game back of Chicago for context. Uh, Atlanta, I believe is they're at the 10 seed and charlotte is the nine seed why is it Le- oh they're tied atlanta's just first because they start with an a they have the same odds yeah it, miami's winning. miami moving on yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we got the northwest division we got the utah jazz at minus minus thousand denver nuggets plus 600 timberwolves plus three thousand i'm not gonna name the other two um, right now, as it stands, the Jazz are up three on the Nuggets and five and a half on the Timberwolves. Matt, can we just stop and spotlight what Nikola Jokic is doing with the Nuggets right now? <laughs> you mean you mean putting the city of Denver on his back? <laughs> it's insane, bro. Like the Jazz were a sixty-plus win team last year, right? Sixty. Right. 
They won 60 last year? Yeah. Correct. And, I mean, he has no Jamal Murray. Could return. <laughs> could, but he's not playing. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. played, I believe, eight games before his back gave out Larry Bird style. And he has them three games back of Utah. And what seed in the West? The the Nuggets are the sixth seed. So they're not even in the playoff tournament. <laughs> it's incredible. Here's how crazy it is. You and McGregor the- in the Star Wars franchise, Nikola Jocic on the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Put it on his back. Right. Um, here's the crazy thing. They're above Minnesota record-wise right now. And Minnesota has all its star players. So, look, so we're so we're insane. taking the Jazz minus a thousand. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, good. <laughs> these these te- the the Nuggets could threaten. How many games do the Nuggets have versus the Jazz remaining? <laughs> yeah, I think every time I ask Eric that question, he gets mad. He's like, "What? <laughs> what do I care?" He's just like, "It's not Philly. Who fucking cares? Who care?" <laughs> He's still mad he didn't draft Iverson. I did. He's still shook by it. <laughs> uh, they don't have any games left against Denver. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Good. Denver's not facing anybody. Book them plus 600. <laughs> winners. Yeah. No, I, we're, no we're, we're taking the Jazz. We take the Jazz here. Yeah. As much as I like to slander the Jazz, we're taking the Jazz. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with that being said, we'll, uh, Eric, you want to take us to the next one? Yeah, so the Pacific Division, we got the Phoenix Suns, minus 1,100, Golden State, plus 700, and the Clippers and Lakers at plus 300,000. <laughs> God damn! As Sometimes I feel like the intern that's making these or whatever, whoever's setting these lines is just not a fan of some of these teams. Like the the one that Eric didn't read from the Northwest Division, the Oklahoma City Thunder are plus four hundred thousand. Right <laughs> he has to hate the Oklahoma City Thunder for leaving him in. Yeah, like why? But like why? take it out. There's twenty four games left. They're eighteen and a half back. <laughs> Who the Clippers and Lakers or no the Oklahoma City Thunder? Oh, okay. But as it stands, Phoenix is seven seven games ahead of Golden State. 20 games ahead of the Clippers and 21 and a half against the Clippers. Jesus Christ. You mean the Lakers? Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, they are the new Clippers, right? The Lakers are the new Clippers. That stat, remember when I told you guys the Clippers record versus the Lakers the last, like, decade? They dominate them, right? Bro, it's so bad. I was blown away. And, like, in my head, I was just like, yeah, it makes sense. The Clippers had Lob City and the Lakers had Kobe Bryant with a back injury. You had know? Blob like, City. Yeah. It just blows my mind. The fact that Chris Paul is hurt and they're seven games ahead. I mean, like what's, I said. What's, what's the stat you said pre-show? Pre-show is, is if the Phoenix Suns go 500 for the rest of the season, they'll break 60 wins. So that's that's what, 12, 10 and 10? 12 and 12, yeah. 12 and 12. It's That's just an insane – that's insane to me. <laughs> that, that is – that's how dominant – it's obvious the Phoenix Suns. We'll go ahead and move on. To, this is the last division, correct? Yeah, the last division is the uh, uh, Southwest Division. 
Memphis minus fifteen hundred, Dallas plus eight hundred, and uh, New Orleans and San Antonio plus three hundred. <laughs> it's just like why, dude? <laughs> uh, but Memphis currently sits five and a half uh, over the Mavericks. You have five and a half. Yeah, oh. I mean it's on ESPN right now. Yeah, I was on the app. I have. Nine to fourteen, so I thought it was five, but five and a half, same shit. Um, I believe you, bro. I'm just saying, like the app isn't saying that. That's why I was like, it's Memphis. Yeah, it's Memphis. Yeah, yeah, they're red hot. They've already got like forty something wins. There, I was talking. We talking pre-show. I was like, there's three teams who could most likely break sixty, and they're all Western Conference teams. It's Golden State. It's Phoenix. It's uh. It's Phoenix for sure. I, if Phoenix doesn't break 60, I'd be shocked. I would love to see that bet right now. Like Phoenix to win over 60. Like it's probably negative a thousand. Uh, and then it's and it's Memphis. Memphis is the the other 40 win team. There's no Eastern Conference team with 40 wins. So yeah, I mean, hopefully Memphis breaks 60. That'd be tight to see. Three 60 win teams, most likely not gonna happen, but. So there, four, there? so four division winners. Uh, let me go through in order. Philly, Chicago, Miami, Utah, Phoenix, and Memphis. If you parlay them all together, six picks, you get plus four eighty-eight. Which, for those of you who don't know, always compare it to a hundred bucks. That doesn't mean you have to bet a hundred bucks. But that means that a hundred dollars wins four hundred eighty eight. Yeah, or ten dollars wins forty eight. Or ten dollars wins forty eight. Yes, but we don't think cheap. We just said. <laughs> um, we went with all favorites except for the one the, division that had no favorites. The Bulls, correct? Yeah, so they were all plus money in the Central Division, which is going to be the most exciting division. I mean, those teams are neck and neck with each other. Cleveland. Chicago and Milwaukee, I, like Eric said, I mean, three and a half is Cleveland's back from Chicago, three and a half, but they're only a half game back from Milwaukee. I, yeah, I'm starting to realize why they have the toughest strength of schedule. I bet you they have to play Cleveland like three more times and they have to play Chicago three more times. So uh, that's six of the remaining 20 games. So, or 22, I believe the Bulls have 20. Man, it's good to be a Bulls fan this year. Can't can't say that very often. <laughs> All right. Central Division should be wild. That's the division to watch. The Phoenix Suns losing Chris Paul is an interesting development. I think James Jones has done a fine job building that team, and they have enough depth to overcome that. And there's really no other competition. Utah, Denver, maybe. But, you know, Jokic is – single-handedly if Jokic even misses a game there's no way Denver could pull that I guess there isn't the the Philadelphia division is interesting too anyways you want to take us to the next bet Eric yeah so we'll do the conference winners uh I'm just gonna give you the top six most (laughs) realistic ones uh so we got for the Eastern Conference Brooklyn plus 240 Milwaukee plus 285 Philadelphia plus 375, Miami plus 500, Boston Celtics plus 1,000, and the Chicago Bulls plus 1,500. God, 
That's it seems disrespectful for Chicago. Like behind Boston? Yeah, that was one thing that I was going to say is, is that Chicago at plus 1500. You're going to give them that much like they're number 1 right now. They're so a I, number 1 seed. And I get 60 games. <laughs> I did. Let them know, Nick. Let them know. Like, I, like, well, I, I just, I don't get these betting odds, and and probably in twenty games, I'll, or probably at the end of the Eastern Conference Finals, I'll look back and go, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets should have been the favorite, but right, <laughs> but right now, <laughs> I don't understand. If this were through twenty games, I would understand, but through sixty-two games, if I'm just assuming that on average there's twenty games left, through sixty-two games, the Chicago Bulls have proven that they're the best in the Eastern Conference. And they're plus fifteen hundred to win. So, I, look, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I'll give a little more context. So, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami have all done stuff in the playoffs the last few years. So that's probably why they're favorites ahead of Chicago, which makes sense. Playoff experience—they've been there, they know what to expect. Yada yada yada. Why in the hell are the Boston Celtics? 500 better in the odds than Chicago right now. I, I I can't tell you. So even that, like, I Miami ahead of them, fine. They they recently lost the NBA championship. Losers. Philadelphia, <laughs> if they would have kept Jimmy Butler, probably have a title. Milwaukee, defending champs, obviously. And then Brooklyn, Kevin Durant. <laughs> so, like, I understand those four teams. What Boston team are we going to get? They were awful for 30 games, and they've been good for 30 games. And they're going to—they're above the Bulls, who have been – who have are the number one seed with injury issues? Am I going crazy here? I, I don't think you are. So who are you taking? What, with, Who are we on, taking? Based on the odds, I'm going Chicago. That's biased as fuck. Right. Uh, it's biased for sure. But you're going to give me Chicago at plus 1,500 with what, what they've proven this year? Now, if you want me to pick who I actually think, I I honestly think it's probably Milwaukee again. You don't think it's Chicago? No, I'm putting money on Chicago because plus 1,500. Uh, like, what? Yes. But, but you think it's Milwaukee? Yeah, if, if if you like, obviously I'm biased. Right. I see my team. I see plus fifteen hundred. Right. I'm taking Chicago. What That's do you take? Is all right. We'll ride Chicago on the podcast because I'm also parlaying conference winners together. By the way, with the division winners? No. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, just I mean you. So the Eastern Conference is wide open. You can make a case for any of these teams. Right. M- Milwaukee, as Eric likes to say all the time. When they have their three best players, it's been few and far between this year, they have been absolutely dominant. So that's why I said Milwaukee probably They're wins the it. best trio on both sides of the ball. Because Middleton and, and Giannis and Holiday, all amazing defenders. Yep. And on offense, you got three-point shooting, you got <laughs> yeah. game, you got post-game, and you, it, it, they're unstoppable. I, I agree with it. I agree. That's why I'm taking Milwaukee. Like, the problem with this is what 
are we going to get from Harden and Bede? Right? And Harden is a perpetual hamstring pull. He's Chris Paul Jr. in that in that respect. He's perpetual hamstring pull Jr. And then what in the hell are we going to get from Brooklyn? Is New York City going to lift the vaccine mandate so Kyrie can play at home? <laughs> so I think I've been saying they will. It still hasn't happened yet, and we're in goddamn March <laughs> almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's essentially March. By the time you're listening to this, it's, it's damn near March. You're already getting ready to pay rent for March. And then Kevin Durant is hurt. They haven't played together. I mean, does Ben Simmons have a jumper now, or does he at least shoot jumpers now? No, he maybe, passes. Maybe does. So, like, what are we getting? And so that's why I'm saying Milwaukee is probably the safe bet. But give me Chicago at plus fifteen hundred. It's it's flagrant disrespect at this time, at this point for them to be doing this. So I'm going Chicago. If you want to make that the podcast bet, that's fine. Uh, it's definitely there's bias in it. What do you think, Eric? Uh, safe bet Milwaukee. My heart says Philadelphia. Miami, man, nobody's talking about it. But Eric Spolster might be one of the best coaches in basketball. It's probably one of the best coaches in basketball. No, it is, yeah. It They're is. one of the deepest teams. They're coming back from injuries. Jimmy Butler is a dog. I'd put them over Boston. Chicago, man, when they get healthy, I don't know. The playoff, the lack of playoff experience is what makes me hesitant. DeMar Rosen and Tristan Thompson, dog. <laughs> all right, Jermaine, you can defend the Bulls all night. Let's move to the Western Conference. All right, so... <laughs> that was not serious, by the way, for those listening. Uh, one and two are tied. Golden State, Phoenix Suns at plus 180. Utah, plus 700. Memphis, plus 1,000. Denver Nuggets, plus 1,500. And Dallas Mavericks, plus 2,000. Same odds as the Lakers. Man, the the West is super top-heavy. Do we think the Lakers at plus 2,000 is a good bet? No. Dude, I just don't know what's up with Anthony. Davis. I want to find a bet to see if they can make the playoffs. The Lakers you, are plus the La- though, if they get into the playoffs, though. The Lakers are making the playoffs, Eric. Eric, plus Eric, you're betting against LeBron. Yeah. At plus two thousand. Let me just let me just let me just entertain your betting fantasies for a second. If the Lakers win the Western Conference and the Bulls win the Eastern Conference, that's plus thirty three thousand five hundred. In a parlay. Oh my God, are we are we taking Lakers, bro? <laughs> I'm just saying, the Lakers will have a top five strength of schedule remaining. Right, the third hardest schedule left, and they have a 60 they have the third hardest to, make, to miss the playoffs. They have a what percentage? Sixty percent chance to miss the playoffs. Okay, what ten teams are? You picking ahead of the Lakers. That's what I always tell people. I don't know. I mean, I can look, but. So current standings, Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis, Utah, Dallas, Denver, Minnesota, Los Angeles, Clippers, Los Angeles, Lakers, and Portland. That rounds out the 10. So are we saying the playing game counts or you have to win the playing game? No, you have to win the playing game. I think they make it to the playing game. I think they lose because I don't see them beating the Clippers. Or the Timberwolves right now. You don't see them beating the Clippers or the Timberwolves? No. That's a wild sentence. They have. (laughs) That's a wild sentence. I'm just saying. Is AD back? 
Four to six weeks. I don't know, Eric. I'm not. I'm not. I am not arguing against you. I'm just saying that it's such a wild sentence to say out loud. Is it not? Is it not a crazy sentence to say that the Clippers without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and the Minnesota Timberwolves are who we think beat the Lakers with LeBron? The torch has to be passed at some time. Eric. Eric. LeBron. I, don't he, I'm not even going to attach a team to it. LeBron playoffs plus 2,000 to win his conference. Would you take that bet in a heartbeat? No. If if LeBron makes the playoffs, you're not at least putting a little scratch on plus 2,000? I would. I, I am. I mean, yeah, because you're banking on LeBron doing five years ago LeBron shit. But five no. years ago LeBron? He did it last year. I guess – Knocked down the first round. Yeah, he didn't do it last year. He didn't do he, shit. He, did he quit on his ago. team third quarter. He didn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not okay. last year. Two years or ago. Two years ago then, Eric. Where's so. this five years ago? Three years ago, Eric. Four years ago. Then you get to where you just referenced five years ago. It's LeBron in the playoffs. We talk about Jokic, Jokic putting the nuggets on his back. LeBron's been doing it for years with whatever team he gets to the playoffs. The team two years ago was much better, though. So the Lakers to miss the playoffs is plus sixteen hundred. I'm putting some pizza money on that. To miss the, play- to well, miss that's the a, playoffs, that's a fun bet too. <laughs> hey, Ooh. why not? Bet them both. You'll get, you'll get, so, by the way, since we're a divided podcast now, you will get almost the same odds if you bet Bulls Lakers conference champions as you would Bulls Lakers to miss the playoffs. <laughs> So choose your pick your, pick your poison. Pick your poison. But it's gonna be Bulls and Lakers, whichever you want to pick. But fuck the Lakers. What about Memphis at plus a thousand? That's the bet to make for the Western Conference winner. Because look, I'm looking at odds. Plus one eighty is not fun. You can pick either Golden State or Phoenix. Absolutely, I don't. I personally will not bet on Chris Paul in the playoffs. Just like I will not bet on James Harden in the playoffs. Prove me wrong. I hope you win. Your your perpetual hamstring one and perpetual hamstring two. That is what I've called you for years, and that is what's happened again. So, Memphis plus one thousand is a fun bet. Just for you betting fans out there, yeah. Bulls at plus fifteen hundred to win the East. Memphis at plus a thousand to win the West. Pays plus seventeen thousand five hundred. God, a, a Bulls Memphis <laughs> Finals would ma- warm my heart. Listen, we saw a Rams, uh, we Bengals. saw a Rams Bengals Super Bowl. We didn't expect that. Yeah, we saw Braves win the World Series. Who in the playoff? <laughs> who went to Georgia in this? Oh, who? Yeah, did any players <laughs> on these teams go to are, Georgia? Or did they go to Georgia? Were they born in Georgia? Yeah. Eric's like Eric's stressed to find. Eric's like, why, Eric? These this is real intern shit. Now we've been asking we've been asking AAA questions of you. Welcome to the show, and find it quick so there's not a lot of lag. Atlanta Hawks plus uh, fifty five hundred. By the way, to win the East. Why would you? Oh, because because it's the year of Georgia. Because it's the year of Georgia. Yo, sprinkle a little. Hey, just put a little five. Put a little five, bro. Not even a little five, just a dollar. Put a dollar on that. You win 55. 
Yeah, but a five wins more. <laughs> a five wins what? Two seventy five. Yeah. What? Well, just put ten, bro. All right. Well, we'll 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 just look it up later. We will find what team on the next by the next podcast. We'll find what team you should pick based on the year of Georgia. Based on the year of Georgia, I'll, dude. If we're going, it's coming up Georgia. You got to pick the Hawks at plus fifty five hundred. Right. And they were just in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Right. What are Eric? What are the odds that the Hawks don't make the playoffs? Because they're they're the ten seed right now, Nick. The Hawks. Hey, Atlanta wasn't too good getting to the World Series either, but they made it. It's a fair point. You just got to win your play-in game to be in the playoffs. What if they get hot? All right. And then, so that, oh, and then the final bet also, once Eric gets us, once Eric gets us this Hawks on, well, so I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm up on it. So championship winner, the Suns are the favorite right now, plus 425, followed by the Golden State Warriors, plus 450. Brooklyn's next at 550. Then the Bucks, plus 700. Sixers, plus 800. Mil- and Miami rounds out the top six at plus 1,200. Utah, plus 1,800. Memphis, plus 2,800. The Chicago Bulls, plus 3,000. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, plus 4,500. The Hawks are minus 190 to miss? Holy shit. They're expected to miss. There's a lot of bit. There's a lot of good bets that uh, the Hawks, by the way, plus 15,000 to win the, win the whole, the whole, uh, (laughs) if you bet that I'm going to reach through the screen and slap you. Right. Um, that's great. So, all right. We had this question earlier. So the playing games do not constitute making it correct. Right. So when they're saying to you have to you have to win the playing games to get the playoffs. So okay, so when they say miss, you're going to you're not going to be one one through eight. All right, all right. I just wanted to clarify that because like that's a weird gray area. Isn't isn't the playing game technically the playoffs? I guess it's the play in game for the playoffs. All right, so you're playing to get in. I don't know. I'm for it. I'm for it. The eight eight teams make the playoffs. Uh, and the two teams who played in playing games don't. Um, man, this is again. You're getting Milwaukee plus seven hundred, defending champs. But you go two down on the page. You got Chicago Bulls plus three thousand. I mean, you got Miami. Like Eric saying, Eric said Miami, a team and that was injured, getting healthy, veteran leadership coming into the playoffs. Plus twelve hundred. So, so look, I can't bet them, but Sixers plus eight hundred. It's good value, but I don't trust James Harden. Just like plus four twenty five for the Suns. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Bet whoever you want to win the championship. Whoever you want to win the championship, the odds cannot be better right now. Yeah, right now is the time and place to bet. For if sure. you're telling me I'm getting the Suns. Plus one eighty to win the West, but I'm getting them plus four twenty five to win the 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 finals. I'll take them for if if I think they're winning the West. I think the team that wins the West wins the finals this year. Unless Chicago wins the East, correct, <laughs> correct. Sorry. Unless no. Chicago wins the East, the West is winning the finals. Hey, here's, but still, 
the the favorite is at 425. Bet whoever you want. You're you kidding, right? Literally odds. pick anyone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Philadelphia 76ers plus 800. Put a hundred spot on them if you think, you know, like Eric should put a hundred dollars on them. Right. Eight eight hundred bucks. That's great. Uh, that's great odds. I'm not gonna put a hundred bucks on the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> look, it's a uh, look. We spotlighted it for a reason. They're not going to win it. Right. Like we spotlighted Jokic for a reason, just because he's doing it with nobody. Right. Which also, I guess, technically, we had to do the same thing for Embiid. Embiid's been terrorizing the league this year, and it's it's been him and Frickmans Corkmans. <laughs> that's a that's a creative player name. That's, you can't tell me that man plays basketball. Uh, or uh, in the, or if it's not Frickmans, then it's uh, George's Niang. <laughs> nope. People out here just using creative players. Random. They're out here using the randomized button on two K. Yo, who's the kid who blew that dunk, Eric? The Paul one, Reed. Paul Reed. Was he white? No, he's, he's a black kid. The Eric says he's name ever. Eric says he's good, and then he's a hooper. He just he tried to do too much. As soon as Eric said no lie, Eric was just like, I was like, who's that? I've never seen him before. And Eric was like, well, he was hurt. And I was like, well, that makes sense why I haven't seen him. And then Eric's like, he's actually pretty good. Or like. Obviously, he's in the NBA, so he's good. But he's, like, a good role player for them. And then he gets his fast break dunk and tries this, like, crazy, like, reverse, reverse, like, you know, rock the baby dunk (laughs) and stuffs himself on the rim. Uh, Eric was never more incredulous. I looked right at Eric, and Eric was just like, I swear, bro. (laughs) I I swear. The rim's the greatest adversary. Hey, you got to think you're pretty good for an in-game reverse rock the baby jam. You know what I mean? Like, that kid thinks the world of himself. So maybe Eric's on to something, but I died laughing, bro. (laughs) We just talked about you, and that's the play that happens right after. That's so weak, dude. Gotta love it. All right, so what are we riding as a podcast for this championship winner, though? I mean, I'm I'm on the Bulls train. Fuck it! I look the odds I, are just, just too big. Like I get it that you're biased. You're a Chicago Bulls fan. I'm saying that through 75 percent of the season, the number one seed in the East. In the East, I guess that's a good point. I'll take I'll take the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. All right, so we no, want to rock. Uh, no, I, I'm, I, I will take the Chicago Bulls. I, because I, I want to see Chicago win. Plus three thousand, too. Plus like three thousand. That, that's is the that, crazy. That's the thing that the odds often dictate bets I make for this kind of stuff. Right. Because it could literally be any of these teams. It's one weird bounce away, and the Hawks are in, in the finals. Right. You know what I mean? So. That's why we're saying at plus money like this, take who you want, but plus 3,000 for a team who has the best record in the Eastern Conference and is doing it without the full depth of their talent. I feel like that's a fun, that's a fun, good bet to, to, to take. Right. But the one that is blatantly obvious to me Golden State Warriors plus 450. We, talk, we want to talk about playoff experience. <laughs> they got it in spades. And oh, I'm, yeah. Clay's back. Yeah, and Clay's back. Like, so, I mean, there's a lot of great bets here. If you're, you know, 
And we didn't even mention – we didn't really touch Brooklyn. We talked about Miami at plus 1,200, but Brooklyn's 550. They've got a ton of talent. We just don't know. So it's really interesting. Eric, who do you want? Who do you got in the championship? Uh, to win it this year? Yeah. Milwaukee. But yeah, to get back so. to your Georgia thing, did some research, all right? So there's only one player in the NBA right now who's on a team that's in the playoffs. Anthony Edwards went to the University of Georgia. He, oh, he did go to Georgia. Now – there's three players that were born in the state of Georgia. One of them was Anthony Edwards. The other two played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaac Okoro and Colin Sexton were both born in Georgia. What's Cleveland's odds? Cleveland What's, has two? What's yeah. Cleveland's odds? <laughs> Cleveland has two 6,000! Oh, bet it. Bet it. Bet it, bro. Put a put pizza money on that one. You no, gotta... put a mortgage on Cleveland. They're winning. <laughs> That's a hey, book it, book it, bro. Cleveland That's to win the conference crazy. plus twenty five hundred. Cleveland to win the championship plus six six thousand. It's the year of Georgia. Oh, bro! And I Colin Sexton was born in Georgia and ended up playing at Alabama. What a traitor! All right, so here's here's the bet you want to make. Right, if you're Team Eric, it's going to be Cleveland Cavaliers plus twenty five hundred to win the East, and minus, uh, sorry, plus sixteen hundred. The Lakers don't make the playoffs. If you're Team Nick and Jermaine, <laughs> Team Wright, uh, it's Cleveland Cavaliers plus twenty five hundred to win the East, and the Los Angeles Lakers plus two thousand to win the West. That's now, incredible. <laughs> not only that, not only that for Team Nick and Jermaine, you have. LeBron playing Cleveland in the finals. That story, you know, I'm a pro storyline guy. That's the bet to make. That is hysterical, bro. Uh, I'm still so the, the Bulls, but that so Cleveland, this, so that this Cleveland news swayed me, bro. Bet this, Cleveland. this parlay. Two. Uh, all right. Oh no, it's. Oh, it won't let me do it. Hold on. The, Cleveland to win the East, and. The Lakers to win the West, plus fifty four thousand five hundred. <laughs> Put a hundred on it. Don. Put a hundred on it. Fifty four thousand. If that happens, bro. Wait, Eric said put a thousand on it. Well, he did just win fifteen hundred from Nick. So. Right. So if I put Eric's fifteen hundred dollars in a low in a in a in a low reward and a, in a high risk high reward parlay, fifteen hundred dollars would pay eight hundred and seventeen thousand five hundred, and then Eric can get his fifteen hundred dollars back. <laughs> Yo, you walk away with eight hundred thousand, and Eric gets fifteen hundred. Oh my god, Eric! I'll, I'll I'll double it. I'll give you three grand. <laughs> I'll throw you a bone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. I've been your host, Jubank Lomendez. There's some other bums on here. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.